Mm. I remember when I worked at Inland Revenue, I remember seeing the complaints um, from time to time. And it's, they, they said, if I have to listen to another Bic Runga song, I'm going to kill myself. Um, <laughs> Did it drive people to pay their taxes, though? That was I just don't a, know. That was just her dad. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But it made me laugh at the time. It was like, oh, we've obviously been smashing the old Bic. Fellas, welcome back to another episode of your favourite podcast show, Music, Movies and Madness. Uh, it is my favourite, I'll be it? honest. Bloody it good, because we need someone that's listening. Um, I'm your host, David, and what is that banging? It's Ian making a cup of coffee. I'm joined by Glenn. Hello. Ian. Yeah, hey Dave. <laughs> Martin. Hey man. Hello. 2011 is the year I chose this time for the show. Uh, 12 years ago, fellas, what was happening in the wonderful world of music and movies in 2011? Um, I actually went to the movies, so that was a good start. It is a good start. What did you see? Yeah, um, the movie that I'm going to be talking about tonight, which right. I really loved. And it's it. called yeah, it's called Super Eight. Yeah, yeah man, it was awesome. Thought um, I was gonna crap my pants when the train sequence happened. The music it was so loud. Martin, twenty eleven for you. Big year for movies. Or um, yeah, it was all right. There were some good ones out. Um, it wasn't a fantastic year, um, and I did struggle a little bit this week actually for both both movie and an album, but I got there. Yeah. yeah. And Ian, what about well you? Done. you? Well done. Well done. Thanks. Yeah, 2011. I had just come out of my like mental breakdown after my divorce, so I was back on track. There was a lot of Adele stuff coming out. I remember she was quite big at that time, and, and, and great move and great music for a divorce. And yeah, and I remember um, going. I have one vivid memory of going to a pub and dancing to. Body rockers in the house tonight. Rainy, rainy, gonna rain. My nephews <laughs> love that song. That was 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> My nephews loved that. Party rockers in the house. Oh, hilarious. That's my uh, fondest memory. Yeah. Nice. Oh, very good. Movies mm. were, um, there were some big ones that year, right? Um, I think mm. it was the end of the Harry Potter franchise thank god for that deathly hallows part two hunger games came out i quite enjoyed that one yeah came yeah I, I quite enjoyed the hunger games as well yeah yeah mm. yep, and the I girl did. with the dragon tattoo was another yeah that one sounded creepy so i don't go and see that yeah. i love that movie oh do you oh cool it's such a good movie even the sequel's good what's the sequel called the girl know. with the pearl earring the dragon, elephant tip. Dragon nose piercing. <laughs> the belly button piercing. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Watch it. Is it creepy? A little bit. Well, how did you go? You don't like creepy movies. No, because it's got that actor in it who's James Bond. Ah, uh, gotcha. Benny Benoit. Uh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Oh. And I, I like his movies. Yeah, also so that's known as Benny Benoit. Well, it wasn't just... A big year for movies. Television 
absolutely challenged, basically, I think challenged or blurred the lines between cinematic viewing and what used to be television viewing. Big what was what, what was it? What was it, David? What was in the list? Well, you know nothing, Glenn Thurston. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That's At times, <laughs> I know the reference he means now. So, mm -hmm. season one of Game of Thrones premiered twenty eleven. Didn't and... even know about it until about four years later when David said you should watch this. <laughs> oh, I wasn't quite four years, was it? Maybe. It was. Yeah, it was late. I got to it really late. Yeah, it came out 2011, and obviously it went on to do rather well. Uh, and Homeland came out um, on the small screen, and American Horror Story. All right, guys, yeah. albums. What have you got, Ian? I've... <clears throat> this year, uh, this yeah. So this week was um, interesting. I tried the Jay Z thing. Yeah, I just thought I'd try that and be Are different. You serious? Yeah, yeah, because I never really heard of it. So I didn't review it because it was rubbish. I tried oh. the Chris Chris Rea had a good album out, but it wasn't wasn't really worthy of a review. I don't think. I would have so, gone back to Jay Z. Hmm. <laughs> it's probably me too. Yeah. But I um I chose <laughs> I chose something different. He's so proud of himself. Listen I to am. him. I listen to him. I chose uh. Probably known to most people as Ramstein. Oh, pronounced Ramstone. Oh, yeah. They are a Berlin band. One of our listeners will be just so stoked because she's a big Ramstein fan. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Ramstein. They are made in Germany. They are a German band. Um, they started in 1994. They've got eight studio albums up to date. Um, yeah, and uh, it was uh, something I've never really heard of myself. Mm. But I thought I'm just going to put it on and give it a little blast. It was absolutely brilliant. It's a compilation album, I think. They are oh, quite popular. They are indeed. Are they? Oh, hell yeah. Especially live. Yeah, they're um, intense. If they were if they were playing live, I would be there. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't go down the front though. What happens down <laughs> the front? Unless you're wearing a plastic raincoat. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that matter. Oh, I have to Google that. Emergency poncho. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let me give you a little taste, shall I? This is the band uh, Ramstein, <clears throat> and um, the first song I've chosen is called. <laughs> This is the other. This is the other problem with the album is you don't know how to pronounce anything unless you speak German. <laughs> so it's called "Do Do Hust." It just rips straight in. So my description is: it's like having a tasty German beer with a nice bit of German bread at the Brandenburg gates. Sagt, willst du bist 
So there you go. That's do do hast. And it's awesome, mate. That's so dancing. Damn. You know, we were talking the other week about the Sergeant Pepper movie and how shit it was, and how yeah. it was like an evil Sergeant Pepper band. Mm. Right? What is this like? If Kraftwerk had an evil Kraftwerk. <laughs> the yeah. evil Kraftwerk yeah. brothers. <laughs> yeah, but this. Oh, but it sounds good. cool. Oh man, oh. it's got the word, it's got the word nine in there, so I understand that word. Um, I don't think it means the number, but yeah, it just, it's the whole album's like, uh, it's like a bratwurst sausage gone mad. Um, it's just fantastic. It just, you want to, you put it on and I started by listening and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. By track three, I'm like turning the volume up going, yeah, digging this. About halfway through the track, man, I am dancing around the kitchen in my undies. Right. Okay. That's all right. You know, yeah, it's awesome. I, like, I thought, I, I imagine you cutting people's hair to this end thinking, Oh, no, I got a day off today. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be this leaving is... you near my bloody head with a pair of sisters listening to that. No. <laughs> no, no, no t- today's my day dancing around with my bratwurst. Didn't they do a song called Ramstein or something like that as well? Self-titled song. Very possible. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that um, one a few times, that last one. The, the, the second song I've chosen is a song called Engel. En- Engel? Engel. And it starts, when you hear this, it starts, if you can cast your mind for a moment, it starts with a kind of a lovely sort of little whistle intro. Somebody's whistling, and you could, you could sort of easily imagine yourself on a scene with the, the Von Trapp family frolicking in the hills. <laughs> it's beautiful. And then it moves to a gentle sort of Germanic folk Germanic. <laughs> Germanic, Germanic kind of folk tune, which you'd probably hear around the campfire, I imagine. But have a mm. listen, see what you think. Yeah. All right, let's roll. Okay. Here they are, the Von Trap family. Beautiful. So it's got that very sort of hypnotic kind of groove, right? That mm. pulsing. It's like that. A lot of the songs are like that. A drive. It just drives. And his voice is, you You got to get over it a little bit. But if you can get into the music side of it, it, it really is quite hypnotic. Um, there is a line in that song, which I've worked out what they're actually saying in English, and I'm sure they're saying, we've got a license with triangle eyes. Might skip past it, Yeah, we've got a license with triangle eyes. You, yeah, I got it? that too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So my yep. German's coming on. 
and um yeah so the um the your ramstein they are i would describe them as industrial metal electronic in parts yep definitely got uh, a techno thing in their own techno metal yes gothic slightly goth um also symphonic metal some songs are really symphonic i, I um, picked that one i'll just i'll give you a real quick snippet i don't want it to go on for ages but this there's so many good songs on this album i had to pick two so but what's the album called what's it called it's called made in germany all oh, right and this song's called mine hers brent right and this is a perfect example of uh symphonic metal i've written here it's it's got a real clear sound there's lots of space there's also lots of noise it's a really good production you'll hear it it's dynamic you you know if you don't understand german it's a bit of a bummer but it's just bloody good check this out Yeah, it's lovely, right? It's what it's great. Yeah, love it's it. It's lovely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And yeah, I just think I just think if you've never heard of Ramstein, it's you should go and check it out. Made in Germany's album. You could, I would, I would use this album to either play really loud and just get mm. your rock on, or I would put it on quietly on a like a maybe like a road trip in the car. Just, just to keep, you know, not so to, you know, keep the interest going. Yeah, yeah, nice. great album. Honestly, I don't really like German rock, but I just thought it was five star for me. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. German geniuses. Wonderful. Thank yep. you. Yeah, welcome. That's great. That's something. <laughs> you speak German after all that. That's a, that's something I wouldn't have normally listened to, but yeah nice one fairly similar sort of to what i've got this week i might as well go next since we're talking that sort of sound and uh get mine out of the way yeah so, um, yeah yeah so, uh, what did you describe that as industrial um uh, metal. Industrial yeah metal, techno, a bit of techno yeah. yeah the album's so varied it's really clever it's yeah, the yeah. very clever musicians I went for something same, same, but different. Hello, hello, I'm coming down the wire. I know, I know, you think that I'm a liar, but... Is the Wiggles? It's a Von Trapp family. Or the Wiggles? I draw the blinds and make a cup of coffee across the line. I know you tried to stop me. Five points, five points, fellas. Who, who is it? Beck Runga. Love Beck. Yeah. Yeah, quite a bit She's... different to what you've got here, actually. On, quite, on quite reflection. Yeah, on, on reflection. It's fucking nothing like what you just put on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Beck Runga put out here. Gosh, fifth studio album. Yeah, 2011. Um, wow. It's all right. I quite like it. Uh, 
I bought it when it came out. Um, what was it pop, called? Pop Bell. Came out, uh, yeah, 2011. Um, not my favourite album of his. I like Beautiful Collision out of all of her work. Um, I'd, I'd agree with that. Mm, Birds. Great, great album, I think Birds was pretty damn awesome. Birds is good. Birds is dark. But this I one know, is... But I like dark. This one is one of those... Yeah, it's a typical Beck album, really. It's quite introspective. Shit, tons of emotion. Probably my only criticism of this album is that the songs all sound the same. Oh, you know, um, I like a bit of variety, and she, you know, on this album they are all very, very bubblegummy. Um, nothing wrong with that if you're in the mood for it. Um, it's just I do like a bit of variety, but it's a cracker of an album. Um, hello, hello is the track I just played. Good love is probably my other pick. Um, I'll put a little bit of it on now. harmonies really yeah strong harmonies the whole album's got good harmonies and um i'm a bit of a sucker for crystal clear vocals like that uh i like the bass line yeah it's yeah. 2011 it sounds like late 90s to me that yeah it's the electronic here is yeah, quite a, yeah it's quite a, listen to that doesn't sound like although that could that could be lord three years later right or what is it 2013 or 14 when she put out a similar type of production um i remember when i worked at inland revenue i remember seeing the complaints um from time to time and it's they, they said if i have to listen to another big runger song i'm going to kill myself um <laughs> did it drive people to pay their taxes though that was I just don't a, know. that was just a dad i don't <laughs> I don't know, but it made me laugh at the time. It was like, oh, we've obviously been smashing the whole book. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a bit unfair. You totally. It they was a funny go. comment, though. No, no, no. The wait I, times. I uh, uh, yeah, she's definitely one of those artists. They absolutely, you know, um, love to put on telephone music for sure. Um, <laughs> Poor Bick. Yeah, sorry, Bick, if you're listening to this. Which I'm sure you are. Um, I hope she is. Good I album. Think she does. I yeah. listen to her. Good album, 2011. Yes. I did Ramstein. That's where Rick Runger needs to be hanging out in the studio with Ramstein. Shake also, it up a bit, Rick. They, they should Rick. collaborate. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Martin, what have you got for us? No, I've actually gone a bit of soul this week. A bit of soul. Nice. Well, retro soul. Soul, um, good I've, man. I've gone with a chap, um, an American guy called Mayor Hawthorne, um, who did an album called How Do You Do? Very polite. 
Um, very, very well, thanks. Good. That's what I like to hear. Um, and um, yeah, it's um, it's kind of like a 70s soul throwback album. Um, he basically, he was working as a, he released an album prior to this, but he'd also been doing work as a DJ. And what he was finding was like when he was DJing, he was having lots of copyright issues getting samples from like 70s soul records. He couldn't get them. So he decided, well, you know what? I'm just going to write my own 70s soul record and then I can sample the shit out of it. So he, um, yeah, he, he kind of changed direction quite heavily from work from his first release with this one. Um, it's got a couple of collaborations on it. Um, the most notable one is he's got Snoop Dogg on one of the tracks. Nice. Yeah. On a track called Can't Stop. Um, there's definitely is a, is an artist that kind of wears his influences on on his sleeve. You'll hear bits of like other artists definitely in some of these songs. I keep picking up bits of Hall and Oates and and sort of that kind of yacht rock kind of thing coming <laughs> through on some of these. Um, but he's got a bit of an attitude with it as well. So the first track I'm going to play is called The Walk. Most of the songs on the album, um, it's kind of weird. It got described in the reviews as, as kind of like a bit of Adele and a bit of R. Kelly's smuttiness mixed together. <laughs> I kind of get that. That, that. that is not a nice way of describing anything. Yeah, I know. And That's uh, not going to help your record sales, that is No, it? Yeah, what a horrible a... description. That's yeah. miles better than that horrible description. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then that guy... Um, Work for a magazine called Oh the Los Angeles Times. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, they the Who's ever heard of that? So anyway, yeah. Um so that was the first track I was playing. The next one I got for you, um, very different sounding this one is a track called Dreaming. And you might get a bit of a, a bit of Mr. Blue Sky coming through in this one. Uh, very seventies retro feel. Let's have a go with this. Somewhere I've never been before 
like it. Actually, I quite like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm liking that. Checking this one out. Um, Yeah, he kind of got quite quite a lot of publicity off this album and did really well off of it. Um, But then, you know, as is often the case, just completely disappeared into obscurity after it. Um, I did Google him. He's done a couple of albums since, and he's also working with a band. I think they're called Tuxedo. Um, and he's released a few albums with them as well. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a shame he didn't kind of really follow that up because um, it's, um, it's a class little album that. Did he get all the samples he needed? It's like done, man. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got my samples. Got me mixing disc. I'm all good now. Yeah. I like a song with a good hand clap in it. Yeah, me too. I agree. I think it's you awesome. You don't hear enough hand claps in songs these days, do you? One, a lot of, I, I think yeah, there's some miss of missing organic sounds, I think, but analog sounds are missing, well, I think. One thing I will, I will note with that album, which I think is quite cool, and he apparently got a bit of um, flack for this as well, was he didn't use auto-tune. Um, and if you listen to it, it is a little bit pitchy in places, and I think it's great oh, because of that. It what is wrong with that? Exactly. Human. Oh, look, I totally agree with you. Yeah, he re- it, the, the last track, it reminds me a bit of that... Um, might have been the same time. I don't know that that guy um, Mika. Yeah, this guy does use the falsetto. It doesn't go quite to that mm. extreme, thank God. Mm. But he, um, Mika was really good as well, and he sort of vanished, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Something about that time, I guess. Maybe. Probably because mm. Adele wiped the floor and everything, and that was <laughs> it. You know, game over. <laughs> oh, that's all go home then. No. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing happy music like that, and Adele's like, and my heart's broken. <laughs> and you're like, oh, everything shit. Man, everything shit. <laughs> right, bloody Ed Sheeran was around in 2011. I was like, God, was he? Jesus. Yeah, he's actually like, he's got his 50th birthday next week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. got six kids and stuff. He's not a 15 year old anymore, mate. He's not. You just think of him as that. Mm, we he's we 50. all do. He's 50. Yeah. It's because he's ginger and he hides it well. He's got a Whitaker's bar named after him. You can't yeah. say that, can you, eh? What's your album, I, um, I did an album by a person called Leslie Feist, and she's a, um, a singer-songwriter from Canada, indie sort of singer. Mm-hmm. And she built and made this really cool record called Metals that year. I rate it. Um, and, yeah, it came after her previous album called the reminder became a bit of a hit and then she was like what to do with that pretty much after sort of achieving some big sort of big notice with that um she was even invited onto Plymouth sesame street to sing with the muppets and stuff and so you know you've made it when you're on the muppets eh? um and then just complete exhaustion and then had to go away and rediscover music and all the rest of it to come back and she made metals um which was fab and i particularly like it because there's a bit of diversity in it but also there's wonderful um percussion and horns all the way through it which makes it sound pretty cool all right so i'll play a song Me out. Me out. We have the same 
that's the first one that's called The Bad and Each Other, um, which is pretty that. damn cool. Pardon? Liking that. Yeah, that's no. what big rung. That's what bigger big rungers should have been doing. Yeah. Bit more beef. <laughs> bit more beef in the in the mixture. Yeah, yeah. So, really um, yeah, I really rate. Stuff in that. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's worth a worth a peek. Worth a peek. Um, I do kind of I get a little bit annoyed. I I would prefer it if she enunciated her words a little bit better. But apart from that, um, maybe that's just the style that I need to get used to. Um, and I'll play the other, um, the single, which was called How Come You Never Go There. It's good. Nice, tasty guitar. Yeah, so I'm um, a little bit more subdued than the previous album. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of variety in there, lots of different instruments put in there. Um, some folks, um, yeah, definitely what you get from an indie sort of artist. Um, so that's Leslie Feist, or Feist is the name that she goes under, and that's called Metal, so I highly recommend it. She does some really cool stuff with the rhythm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you, I could try to suss out what the time signature was, especially in that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, me. yeah, couldn't get it. Yeah. Definitely check it out. It, when I was listening to it back in the day, I was like, oh, oh, this is good. This is something a little bit different to, you know, what we were talking about before. And I was like, yeah. So, yeah, it was one of my favorite albums of that year. Um, so, yeah, definitely check it out. Cool. Four out of five for me. Thank you, Glenn. It was a good choice. I like mm. that album. Like yeah. Nice. Rightio, fellas. So let's move on to the movies. Slash TV, slash other stuff. Ian, yeah. anything for us this week? Twenty eleven. What were you watching? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't have time to watch one, but just for the listeners, um, I these are. And I'm just on Google now. These are movies that I really enjoyed for mm. whatever reason that I think are worth having a watch. If you've not already seen them, I really enjoyed Thor. I really enjoyed Captain America because I like Marvels. I really enjoyed Transformers, and I really enjoyed Sherlock Holmes. I really enjoyed The Planet of the Apes, The Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So if you've not seen any of those, 
I reckon they're all pretty good movies. I, hey, Planet seen, of the Apes stuff yeah. is dark, eh? Love it. The whole series yeah. of that new stuff. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I, I would. So I've seen all of those except Planet of the Apes. Um, Thor and Captain America, have to agree, that was pretty phenomenal back then. Oh, they, um, yeah. They really. Yeah. And I binged watched the whole lot of them as well oh, last year. I think yeah. it was some time. And it's, yeah, good storytelling and just fun. Just good yeah, escapism. Good fun. They ramped, they ramped it up, eh, with, with Captain America and Thor, yeah. I reckon. They ramped it up a bit, and yeah. uh, they were good. The first ones were good. Yeah. Totally. Um, and Sherlock Holmes was good. I yeah. I love all of those as well. The whole series, the whole, there's three of them now? Or Robert two, Downey three. Jr., isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Brilliant. Nice. nice. Not too keen on the Anila Holmes series, but... Mm. Are we not mm. aimed at you, buddy? I know. <laughs> what are you saying, buddy? Boomer. You almost said boomer. <laughs> mm. Right, so is that me next? So what, I didn't pick a movie. I could have, but I went for... I went for something which was just easy for me because I didn't have a lot of time during the week and I just love this TV show. Did yeah, anyone so... pick a movie like on purpose? Yes. No, oh. <laughs> no I'll oh, be man. super quick. I'll be super quick because you've obviously got something that's worth talking about as opposed to me, but I absolutely love the show. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, I did. Really? And because I watched it in 2011, right? I had no idea that it was going to bloody take over almost 10 years of my life and end in, a, in, end in tears. Pretty much my so how is Dave, you know? Didn't, didn't you come around to my place to watch the final? Oh, we did, mate. We yeah, Rob, me, you, and Rob were there just starting. Yeah, and you were, and you two were, this? and you two were like. It's not not overly impressed, oh. day, and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was but, it." But, okay, but be positive. This 2011 was when it all came together, and it it got pretty damn awesome. Uh, and just thinking back about it, you know, um, a lot of us had a lot of a lot of time invested in it, right? You think about the, if you did watch it, the the whole cliffhanger of Jon Snow—is he dead? Is he not? The fact that he was that Kit Harrington was sporting the the haircut in the off season was a bit of a giveaway. But Arya and the Hound, you know, there was some really good good storytelling, depth of characters, and um, a real universe built from the novels for the big screen shown over what seven or eight years or whatever it was. Mm, um, yeah, I really it liked was the, the first, fact that... wasn't it? It was. It was a first like that, really, for us. Yeah, I suppose so. And it was really neat every week once I started watching it. Because um, then David would be like, have you, have you got to this bit yet? And I'm like, no, 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 I need on season two. Oh, wait, you've got to wait till you get to season three. And I'm like, yeah, we'll get there, we'll get there. And then we got there and I was like, oh, man, that was awesome. He's like, yeah, have you got to season six? I'm like, no, no, no. Still just getting there, man. not that bad. And no, then we wasn't. did get there. And then the whole thing around... Um, tune in for next week and it was really cool because you'd like hypothesize about what was going to happen you next week that was fun that was a lot of fun that sort of yeah thing. it was, was fun plenty eh? of it and that's good fun it was it was good escapism and really yeah. good storytelling and universe building so that was my shout out for 2011 game of thrones 
Over nice. to you, Martin. Okay, yeah. Um, I went with a movie this week. I did pick one. Um, there were a couple I was looking at, and I was gonna you. I was gonna go with one that kind of, I think, went under the radar for a lot of people, and it was a Scorsese movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was called Hugo, which was like actually a kids' movie. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. It's actually a really cool mm-hmm. little movie, Rings but it's been so long since I've seen it that it's really hard for me to recollect it, and I couldn't find a copy in time for the show. So I've gone with my B choice this week, which is another kids' movie, actually. Um, but um, I'm a huge fan of the books that this was based on, uh, a huge, huge fan. Um, so I've gone with The Adventures of Tintin and The Secret oh, of the Unicorn. I went to the movies to see that. Yeah. Um, it was a, a, a CGI movie, or, um, uh, or what do they call it? Uh, the um, okay. motion capture. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah, motion captured uh, movie, mm. and starred um, Jamie Bell as Tintin, and uh, Andy Serkis Gollum as oh, yeah. uh, Captain Haddock, and Daniel Craig as Mr. Bond mm. as the bad oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, nice. he makes a really good bad guy in it. Um, it was directed by Spielberg and produced by Peter Jackson. Um, and the plan was originally that we were going to make three of them. And the idea for the second one was that we were going to flip. So Peter Jackson was going to direct the second one, Spielberg was going to produce. And it is apparently still on the slate, but, you know, Peter Jackson doesn't takes a sweet time with everything, really. Um, and I'm sure he's kind of restoring some more footage of Abbey Road or something by now anyway so he's probably <laughs> forgotten all about it but um, yeah it, it was a fun movie it had a very much a kind of Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of feel to it actually mm. especially the set pieces the action set pieces within it it's very much kind of that swashbuckling kind of yeah Saturday morning serial 1930s kind of thing adventure um, and um, had a fantastic John Williams soundtrack as well um, very different for, for John Williams. It's the first time he'd ever done an animated movie. Um, and he actually composed it before they kind of really were filming. So he actually did it kind of very similar to the traditional way of doing an animation, which is you film, you, you score the music, and then the animators basically fit the music, which is totally the opposite way around it. You do it for live action. Wow. Um, so I guess he had quite a bit of input in terms of that, in terms of the pacing of the movie as a whole as a result. It's quite a jazz soundtrack as well. It's very kind of different for him, mm. um, but very cool. Um, yeah, um, did really well. Um, it made about three hundred and fifty million. Not bad going for an animated movie. Days um, work. Yeah, I'll take big, that. Big money. Yeah, mm. and it's actually based on two Tintin books that were squished together to make it, um, and that was going to be the plan basically for the second and the third one as well. So they're taking two of the books and and kind of doing them. Hergé, who, who wrote the books, he did actually put a bit of a serialism thing into it. So they did, if you did start at the very beginning and kind of went through, there was a continuation that went through. Although you could read them, obviously, as standalones as well. Um, yeah, um, Andy Serkis, on, on finding out that he got the part, was quite worried because they thought they were going to cast him as Snowy. So he's quite relieved to actually be playing a human this time as well. Um, Yes, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost from Hot Fuzz and Spaced and all of those things played Thompson and Thompson, the two English bumbling detectives in it, and did a really good job there as well. 
Um, so a really good cast, um, a lot of fun, and a good script as well. Recommend it. I give it four out of five. Nice one. Very oh, oh. good. Rightio. And that must leave Mr. Thurston. The one and only. Yep. And I chose, again, sort of a nostalgia type film. I chose Super 8, which was a science fiction thriller um, by J.J. Abrams and co-produced by Steven Spielberg. Um, and the whole thing is just basically a homage to um, Steven Spielberg's movies um, from the 70s and early 80s. Um, it really does borrow the aesthetic completely. Um, even the musical score um, effects. I mean, it's, it really is. Um, basic premises, a um, bunch of kids see some crazy stuff going down in their own town um, when they're making a movie of their own using Super 8 film. And it's basically kids versus the adults to save the day. Um, and yes, it does have aliens and creatures in it as well, which makes it more fun as well. So kind of a little bit like E.T. and Stand By Me and The Goonies. So if you like those type of things, then there's a high chance that you'll like that as well. Um, it just felt nice to sort of go back and watch a film that's a modern film, but also felt like something like The Past as well, which was rather fun. Um, yeah, so J.J. Abrams did it. As I said, he's quite good at copying everybody else's stuff <laughs> um, and putting a small twist on it. But generally, he's he's a good copier. Um, and, and he did a really good job, a nice homage. It's almost like, you know, he kind of made a film that he would have wanted to see as he was a kid. Um, so and the style of movies that he saw when he was a kid. Mm. So and that, you know that and, there is a there is a JJ Abrams drinking game that you can play on any of his movies. Which is basically <laughs> you gotta take take a you gotta do a shot every time there's a lens flare, which is yeah, about yeah, every, yeah, every yeah. 30 seconds in every one of his movies. And there's plenty, plenty in this one. In fact you'll be absolutely in trouble. Um performance by the kids is really cool. Um Ali Fanning um and Joel Courtney were the, the main two kids and they were really, really cool. Um, well, that I remember. And another, uh, and, and uh, this guy's name is popping up everywhere. I sort of been watching films and then you see it, his name again is Michael Giacchino. Now, Martin, you might know his name. He yeah. um, did the music for the movie, and I think I've really butchered that last name. No, you're right. Yeah, Giacchino. Yeah. Giacchino, uh, and he's popping up everywhere. And he's just Giacchino. Well, he's just started yeah. directing as well, and he did um, Werewolf no by Night for um, Marvel. That was his first directing gig. No way. And Well, his scores are wonderful, and um, I think he scored... Um, uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars film, um, and that's where I became aware of his name. And yeah, again, the score on this is really, really good. Um, so his stuff is actually right up there. So um, when I sort of see his name again, something now, I'm like, oh, okay, better check that out. Um, yeah, no, really good. Um, and the movie's also got a whole bunch of other sort of cameos all the way through it. He's actually in it, Michael himself, as Deputy Crawford. And um, remarkably, Dan Castanello is in it as well as a character called Izzy. And he's best known for um, the voice acting for Homer Simpson. So, yeah, 
it's it doesn't take itself seriously the film at all um and it made good money budget of 50 million made 260 you know real decent eh yeah so uh, for me i i gave it a good four out of five i just enjoyed it for the whole nostalgia trip um nice. yeah i remember walking out of the film and going freaking love that and that train sequence yeah it made me almost shit my pants so it was that loud in the embassy theater when it comes through and it's like and then there's a big crash and it's like whoa <laughs> so that was pretty choice just that sheer presence of sound when you're something that's, that's something you can get at the movies where you can get that boom and that and the yeah. train crash was epic sound yeah nice Oh, yeah, so I really loved it. Really loved it. So how many stars, mate? Four out of five. You know, you can't give it five out of five because there's nothing super original about it. Mm. Um, but I enjoy it. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy and kids on BMX is saving the day. is a go-to winner for me every time. <laughs> You're a sucker for that sort of thing, aren't you? I am such a sucker for it. <laughs> 1983, and I don't care. yeah. You know, like I like Stranger Things, kids on BMX saving the yeah. day. The adults are idiots. Love that stuff. Um, you know, it's always fun. Old school <laughs> and proud of it. Pretty mm -hmm. much. Yep. Love it. All right. Thanks, mate. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up our review, fellas. Um, 2011, some good things in there, some good things happening. Kind of feel that maybe I missed out on the movies a bit. Um, but I did discover a German industrial metal band by the name of wow, Ramstein. 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 Which I'll be checking I out. think it's pronounced Ramstone. That's what it says on the Wikipedia thing. Okay. I don't know why that is. It looks like a stein to me. But... That's going straight on my gym playlist. Or is that just the, is that the accent? Ramstein. There was actually and, uh, a review. There was a review written by a Kiwi love songs dude about that about ramstein and they do describe it his voice as the kind of voice that would make the farmers run back to their barns and hide <laughs> yeah he's got a real weird voice probably not a first date kind of album but you know maybe depending if the date's not going very well could be i suppose mm. it's just the it's just the language barrier i overcame the language uh barrier thing when i moved to spain is it it yeah. just sounds mm. angry he um, just sounds angry angry i can thoroughly recommend some of their music videos as well oh they have a, right. they have a very um tongue-in-cheek song called titten and um <laughs> yeah, the music video does it justice that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> check it out titten <laughs> I'll, I'll be checking it out. Is it, is it one that I should check out on my own personal device? Yeah, than definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, both, you check, you're checking them both out, Dave, or just, just the one? Oh, yeah. I've got time. I'll check them all out, mate. Yeah, get in there and give it that. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> well, we'll wrap it up right there so I can go check it out.
Er könnte etwas größer sein. Mercedes-Benz und Autobahn.